Welcome to the MBG Podcast. Let's fire everybody. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 27, the Message Board Geniuses Podcast. This is Who's. I've got Casey, Joy, and MBG with me as always. Going to kick it off this week with a little NFL draft talk just wrapped up last week. Casey, were there any Clemson guys you were following in the NFL draft? Yeah, so full disclosure, I didn't watch a minute of it, but of course, you know, you have a little bit of a little bit of bias i guess for your guys so um, i'm a i'm a full-fledged college football fan i'm a fringe nfl fan probably because my nfl team is has been just nothing but atrocious for a lot of years but anyway sorry to be long-winded there yeah of course brian Brzee was a great story he lost his sister in the regular season he was the first round pick of the saints so it's a really good spot for him and then uh beyond that miles murphy is a guy that Kind of reminded a lot of people of like Jadevian Clowney and guys like that that come off the edge. And, and he reminded me of Jadevian Clowney because he took a lot of plays off. So um, I'm hopeful <laughs> that I'm hopeful that he can he can do something in the NFL because he's a freak athlete. And he's also he also got picked in the first round. So Trenton Simpson for your Baltimore Ravens, I think, is a linebacker who's that he flies yep. around. He doesn't really have a position. So I think that's why he was taken 86th in the in the draft. They but. love drafting athletes at linebacker he so, should be good for you yeah. at, at least he's, he's gonna maybe a in the box safety kind of guy but yeah it was a good draft for for clemson they had a tight end taken the offensive lineman taken all in all it was a really good draft for us yeah it'll be interesting they took him and didn't didn't patrick queen go to lsu yes yeah so that's gonna be now the ravens are talking about you know do they trade queen or keep him because he's he's been kind of up and down but he had a good season last year so interested to see how that plays out what about you joy did you catch any of the draft i did i watched the entire first round honestly i just watched it just so i could know that i was 100 percent right and the fact that will levis wasn't going to be drafted in the first round i knew no lsu guys were going to go in the first round so it was just kind of fun to like see where people went see who went higher who went lower it was just a really i i love the draft i love the the history of it and i thought Casey did a great job putting it on, so I just overall enjoyed enjoyed watching it. Yeah, Casey did a great job, man. Casey. Thanks, yeah. thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. Cool. MBG and the Utah State guys get drafted this year? No, this is a pretty bad draft for me this year because there are really no Utah State guys, and my favorite NFL team is the Broncos, and we pretty much gave all our draft picks away for Russell Wilson, so I pretty much had the, the weekend off. So... <laughs> Uh, I didn't. I'd be lying if I said I paid close attention. The best thing that happened over the week, NFL-wise, though, was Aaron Rodgers got traded. So uh, Jordan Love now will be able to be the starter for the Packers. Finally, we'll get to see what he gets to do. So it was a good week. Aggie Jordan Love, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exciting stuff, man. Yeah, yeah so I'm looking my, forward to that. Yeah, my son and I went over to uh, M&T Bank Stadium for the first round last. Thursday, which is funny. He actually got his picture in the paper. That's awesome. Getting the football signed by the Ravens punter. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, MBG. So the one UVA guy to get drafted is Dontavian Wicks, who's a wide receiver who had a monster year two years ago, kind of fell off last year. But we are going to have possibility of your guy throwing passes mm-hmm. to my guy because he got drafted by the Packers. So love, love to win. That Utah State, the UVA connection. There's no way the Packers can lose now, man. No, no one can stop that. I don't think. I don't no. think that's stoppable. It was really nice to see the true underdog Bryce Young get get drafted. You know, he had to wait a little bit to get drafted first overall. <laughs> but man, from from a guy that was really underrated as, as a five star quarterback coming out of California to you know underrated at Alabama, small school in the southeast to you know. <laughs> Uh, underrated. I mean, true underdog story. You got to. We'll never I'm get gonna, old. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you a chance to talk about Bryce Young a little bit later. So hold all that in. Woo, thank Ooh. goodness. Hold all that excitement in. Not a lot of people know about him. So we got to talk more about him. <laughs> Wait, who, who is he again? Exactly. 
<laughs> so I've got a uh, I have a pop quiz for you guys. A little uh, Packers Ooh. trivia. Do you know who the starting quarterback for the Packers was before Brett Favre? He's a UVA guy. Joy won't know because this. I do. I do. I, say, I don't think I was alive. Yeah. I do. Favre. Before well, Favre. I was, I was he got Wally Pip by Favre. Favre got or this guy got hurt and then he started the first three games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninety-two. I was going to say Don Mikowski. That's him, that's the magic man. That's a oh. magic, magic man. Yep. But then I was thinking Matt Flynn. That's, a good, that's a good. I used to have a magic man t-shirt when I was a kid. Don Mikowski. He had that mullet, that blonde mullet that came out he the back. He had a glorious mullet. I have a Don Mikowski bobblehead with mullet, and it's one of the greatest things ever. So. <laughs> I loved him. He had like one good year with Green Bay, and then that was pretty much all that ever yeah, happened. Yeah, listen, he was second in the MVP vote. Yeah. I think it was 89 or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. man, he's a, he's a UVA legend. So that's our, that's our big Packers guy. I didn't know he was a UVA guy. Yeah, I wish I could dig up that T-shirt now. I think I know which yeah. one. I think I've seen it. He's got like the flowing blonde hair, and he he might even have like a headband on. I think was it one I of those caricature it. shirts that we yeah next to the posters. <laughs> yeah, I love the Magic Man. Yeah, he was cool, man. <laughs> UVA's had a ton of success in the NFL, so I know it's been a kind of a lean recently, maybe, but they, they've had some players. Yeah, I mean, we had a great run even in the early 2000s. We had a ton of guys taken in the first round. It's just the last since about 2011 or so has been a little bit lean, but hopefully we're bouncing back. We just got the big Clemson transfer last week, so we don't have a whole lot of four-star guys, so hopefully that's going to help. All right, so I thought we'd do another mailbag question again this week. This week's question comes to us from Five Foot Nothing Pod, and here's the question. If you could win a gold medal in the Winter Olympics, which sport would you want to win it in? You have three choices. A, figure skating. B, biathlon. C, two-man or two-woman luge. Casey, you want to kick it off? Oh, I didn't even think about this. This is literally straight off the cuff. I think I'm going to go because of my smooth moves and my slight build. I'm going with figure skating because, I mean, you know, that's really where the glory is. You know, everyone forgets about the biathlon. I mean, heck, it's no, no Americans are up for that. And two, three, woman luge. I don't need who's on my back going down a hill. I mean. Yeah, I disagree, but I'll, I'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going with figure skating because I really like those costumes, too. <laughs> you just stole all my thunder, by the way. <laughs> All right, Joy, what are you thinking? I think I'm also going figure skating only because I think it's the only one I could actually do. And I actually had to Google what biathlon was. So I legitimately, it was, it was, it's just the best option for, for your girl. So I'm going figure skating too. Casey, we could be partners. That's it. We could be doubles figure skating. (laughs) There's true glory in that. The idea of Casey floating across the ice, hoisting Joy over his head. Thank God this is an audio medium. You know? <laughs> it might be funnier if it was a while holding a medium. sandwich in the other hand. You know? <laughs> a corn dog. Or a corn dog. Oh, that's you. That's not Casey. <laughs> he could be I'm saying Casey just, he's holding up eating, one arm with a sandwich. It to her. <laughs> <laughs> Triple Lutz, double indie, single corn dog. <laughs> Right. Off the rails already. MVG, are you on the figure skating train as well? No way. I would do the luge. You don't do nothing. You just lay back and let it go. <laughs> I know. And well, I say that, I probably just made all the losers out there really upset because I'm sure there's more to we it. We just but... lost a demographic in entire. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, all you all you losers out there. But I mean, you just <laughs> you just lay back and let it ride. I might have to sign off with "See you next time, losers." This time, <laughs> it's glorified sledding, right? Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You just lay back and probably I could probably watch my phone on the way down. <laughs> so, am no I the effort only at all. who got sucked down the YouTube rabbit hole of watching Two Man Luge? Because I could remember how it started. I I was confused. I was thinking bobsled, where you have to run, and I was like, "Well, I'm not doing that." But the luge, you just sit. 
and like you row with your hands, with your hands. Yeah. and then you basically spoon vertically with the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Like that's and then seriously. So I was like, Casey, you and I would kill it. <laughs> Apparently, like being big is an advantage in the loose. So oh, I'll try to take my partner from me. <laughs> well, you guys can figure skate, but but still, I'm I'm going with figure skating for the same reasons Casey said. I mean, I'm a glory hound. No one remembers who won two man lose or two woman lose. Everyone, or at least some people, remember you know, who won figure skating and I'm a little bit of a dandy. So the costumes, you know, I'd be all over that. So the only, You're my not- only problem there is I cannot skate. So that could be, that could be a little bit of a deal breaker, but you could be like the this Tanya is Harding. You right? can just Tanya Harding with one of us. I could see who's <laughs> definitely going for our knees. You're not making a Wheaties box on the luge. You know, no, or, or the biathlon, bi- right? What's biathlon? It's like rap, rifle, a terrible and question. Five, country five foot skiing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least MVG mixed it up a little bit. So that's true. All right. Well, that brings us to our next segment Genius of the Week. As always, each one of us is going to nominate a player, coach, team, conference, someone who did something particularly ridiculous in the last week. We'll take a vote and see who wins. We had a blowout in last week's voting. Joy's nominee, Morgan Wallen, got 46% of the vote, followed by MBG's nominee, Spring Game Overreactors, who got 34%. And then Casey and I split the remaining, whatever, 20%. We we got boat race, Casey. So Losers! Were, <laughs> <laughs> losers. Now, uh, who's and Joy are tied with four wins apiece. Casey's got three. And <laughs> it's going to happen, MBG. I, I, sooner or later, man, it would be statistically impossible for you to never win. And yes, I'm trying to jinx you. So <laughs> even Colorado won a game last year. I mean, you're about <laughs> fair Casey, point. Who are you going with this week? So, first and foremost, I did the math uh, and I got. 11 votes we had a lot of votes last week it was a really good crowd so we appreciate all the votes but i got 11 votes (laughs) to put it in perspective i think joy had 700 and something and i had 11 so congrats to all the i was one of those 11 if that makes you feel any better (laughs) congrats to all those jerks that that take internet for granted and I didn't yes. tell anyone to who to vote for. I, I, I noticed vote. it was noticed. It was I noticed. didn't rig. I didn't cheat. No one this can week. talk to me at who's football. I mean, you could say that. One could also say that Morgan Wallen isn't sports related, so that was kind of cheating. But you know, it did not ever become a rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's never been a rule. We're not making up rules now. Who's. I said I one could up say. there in the left hand corner has it won. <laughs> I just said on. one could say that I wasn't me. Yeah, he didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> on that same breath, my genius of the week this week. I'm going with Alabama Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw this, but our friend and, and sponsor of the show, CFB Home, put out a, a fun off-season kind of poll, you know, best coach in the country, or, or I don't know, it was something like uh, it was something like best coach in the country, and then you got to vote for a little while. It got down to at, at the end, it was it was Matt Rule who has not coached a, a minute at, <laughs> at, at Nebraska versus Nick Saban, but I noticed the week before when it was Matt Rule against Dabo Sweeney how amazing nebraska twitter is they just take over and you i mean they're like cockroaches like they you know on food it's just like, <laughs> in a in a good way though in a good way yeah 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 no i, I enjoy midwestern way <laughs> i enjoy a good cockroach uh I, I don't know how to get out of that one i dug my own one. <laughs> i enjoy a good cockroach <laughs> <laughs> but so I went with Alabama Twitter because they were down by like thousands of votes and, and congrats to CFB home for getting this one viral because he had like hundreds of thousands of votes, but people in Alabama Twitter really took it personally that, that Matt rule was, was leading. So I should have pulled some, some of the tweets out. I didn't want to, but there was some rather uh, popular 
what do they call it? What do you what do they call you, MBG? Popular uh, Twitter users that were In- that were even leveraging influencers <laughs> that were even trying to go against Nebraska Twitter because of such strong presence. So for that reason, I went with Alabama Twitter because they they didn't even think it was funny to lose a Twitter poll. God bless them. <laughs> All right. See, I'm go setting you up, MBG, for the win. Joy, <laughs> well, who are you going with this week? Um, this week I'm going with Antonio Brown. And this is kind of like a double-edged sword genius of the week. So for starters, right after the NFL draft, he posted a picture of himself in a Baltimore Ravens jersey and said he would be back next year, to which the Ravens very quickly responded, no, you will not. And so he literally tried to gaslight all of America into thinking he was going to be on the Baltimore Ravens, and he's most definitely not. Um, On the flip side of that, he bought a like semi-pro football team and they have not been doing well and so when they got back to their hotel room just a few nights ago he had all of their hotel room keys deactivated and is currently refusing to pay them which is the most antonio brown thing that i've ever heard in my entire life so he just continues to show out and show off and and you know if he just wants to be talk about then mission accomplished he's doing a really great job so mind you sim the week is antonio brown yeah, weird time to say you're going to the Ravens when they trade for Odell Beckham or sign Odell Beckham and then draft a first round receiver, right? I mean, it's yeah, it's just. And also, you might want to check with them first before you. I saw. <laughs> I saw his tweet and I was like, "Wow, that's a heck of a move for the Ravens." And then I searched like, you know, what the deal is for, and there was nothing else. Yeah. The games about it were hysterical. <laughs> yeah, he's become very memeable in the last yes. year or so. All right, MBG. I say this every week. Is this the week? Not likely. <laughs> the life out of him on this. Like, there's not even any hope. He no. won like the first eight before we brought it out to America. Mm-hmm. Well, because y'all would pity him. <laughs> so I I threw a few options around, but I ultimately settled on this. So there's this Bleacher Report article. I just want to read the first short paragraph it said sports gamblers in ohio hoping to bet on some alabama crimson tide baseball games are reportedly out of luck so my question actually is who in ohio wants to bet on alabama crimson tide baseball games so ultimately my geniuses of the week are people who bet on college baseball because i can't imagine what where you would have to be in your life to bet on college baseball games that aren't even anywhere near your region. But apparently there was some suspicious activity with some Alabama baseball, which prompted them to take it off the board. And Greg Sankey said today, we are aware of reports related to the suspension of wagering on Alabama baseball games. We will continue to monitor available information and any regulatory activity. As many states have acted to legalize sports gambling, we are reminded of the threats gambling may pose to competitive integrity. Together with our member universities, we will continue to emphasize the importance of regulating, overseeing, and providing education related to sports gambling activity. I got two. I got two things to say. Nate yeah, Oates, I'm about to be offended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to prove what a degenerate my friend, what degenerates my friends are. I was. Well, I was too. But yeah. I, Casey, go uh, ahead. That article went on a little longer, and Nate Oates was uh, quoted as saying, wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> and um, my buddies literally give me, like, inside tips on Little League baseball. They Wait, will bet betting the, on Little League baseball? Yeah, so if an ace is going, you, <laughs> you always bet the under. Like, he's got a whole thing. I, uh, he's my degenerate in, in Connecticut. He bet on, like, sevens rugby. Because he got a tip. I mean, it's just like there's there's certain things that, yeah. So um, this isn't too far-fetched, MBG. I mean, I bet on college baseball probably more frequently than people would think I do. Um, a <laughs> well, lot of- I had you yeah, as zero, so yes. Yeah. Right um, so the answer is yes. I mean, LSU baseball is pretty freaking good this year, so I'm pretty willing to throw down some dollars on them when the time's right, depending on the opponent um, and things of that nature. So I love betting on college baseball. So if, I mean, maybe I'm a degenerate, probably am. That wouldn't surprise me actually. Well, I'm sorry to offend you, Joy, 
But are look, you I'm just, probably not? I'm just saying, I've been there. There was a time when I used to play like daily fantasy basketball. And I remember like hustling home from work during the weekday so I could watch a game between the Charlotte Bobcats and the Orlando <laughs> Magic. And that's not a way to live your life. I'm telling you, it's not a way to live your life. So if you're betting on college baseball games, it's the same thing. Hoping for Stop. Michael Olawakandi to get over six rebounds. Exactly. You're just looking for like Michael Kidd Gilchrist to make, get a couple assists or something late in the <laughs> a buddy of mine just bet on Michael King Gilchrist to have one and a half or more threes, like whatever, one or two nights ago. <laughs> so. I'm telling you, I hit a point where I'm like, I, I can't keep, I cannot keep doing this. <laughs> too much, too much time and too much emotional investment in something that deep down I really don't care that much. Hey, about. Judge, can we wrap this up? I gotta go watch Charlotte versus Denver, third quarter. <laughs> That's not far that you're not far off there, Casey. <laughs> that was part of the reason I watched the NFL draft. I had money on Will Levis not going in the first round. Yeah, good, good call. You know, my biggest bet I've ever won was in the NFL draft because I had a friend that worked for the Kansas City Chiefs. I forget who the lineman was, but he was supposed to go. Allen is his last name. He was supposed to go first overall, but apparently, uh, whoever was first said they weren't going to draft him. They were going with the quarterback. So. Kansas City was second, so he gave us a hot tip beforehand. He's like, I opened up accounts in my kid's name because there was a there was a limit on how much I could bet. I won like five hundred bucks back in the day as a young twenty two year old. Yeah, I was I was wondering if now would be a good time to tell MBG yes. that my buddies and I last year put fifteen hundred dollars on UVA to win the College World Series. <laughs> So, I can't remember the payoff was something like forty five thousand, and we were like, "All right, we're only going to spend two thirds of that on a trip to Vegas if we if we win." So, unfortunately, did that. not come close to hitting that one. All right, so for my genius of the week, I'm going with Oklahoma fans. They still have not gotten over their breakup with Lincoln Riley. In the last few days, there's been a quote going around Oklahoma Twitter about Lincoln Riley, I'm realizing I should have done my research. Is it Dylan Riola? Riola? Yeah, either one's yeah. fine. Yeah, so this is the alleged quote he doesn't care. from him. L.A. is an awesome town, but Coach Riley is pretty creepy. He sends me random clips of Caleb shirtless captioned, this can be you next year. Oklahoma fans are all over that, like, I guess, somehow believing that it's true. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't know. I guess they, this is somehow proof that they're way better off with Venables than they were with Lincoln Riley. They're basically, they're like an ex girlfriend who tells all her friends how she's totally over you while secretly plotting to burn your clothes and slash your tires. So, for that reason, Oklahoma Twitter, my genius of the week. Oklahoma's people should know that only Jim Harbaugh has sleepovers with other players, you know? <laughs> It's not Lincoln Riley. They got the wrong school. But, I mean, seriously, if that quote was true, do you know how much that would blow up, right? But it's just like a little graphic that only is circulating basically within Oklahoma Twitter. you got to love Twitter because those accounts like ball sack sports, they can fool people left and right, you know? I just like saying ball sack sports, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get to this week's message board post, we want to give a quick shout out. CFB Home for sponsoring the MBG cast. You can find them on Twitter at CFB Home and online at fifthquarter.net. All right. So, MBG, what do you have lined up for us this week? Well, I told you all I'd give you a chance to talk more about Bryce Young. So, here's your opportunity. There was a post that actually came from the Auburn board for some reason, Auburn Live, a poster named, what's his name there? Steve Sawbone. Old Steve Sawbone, oh, he had what, what he said was probably going to be an unpopular opinion, which means that it, he's about to say something stupid, um, which he did. It's <laughs> your context clues, right? <laughs> exactly. He said, Bryce Young and Stetson Bennett are the same player. Similar speed. Stetson's probably a little shiftier to my eye. Dude can scramble. Similar passing stats, similar offensive talent surrounding, similar record, similar size. Stetson is a little bit bigger. Then he gives some stats for comparison, which I do appreciate that he at least gives some facts. You see, 
people say stupid stuff like this all the time or make stupid lists or rankings and they don't give any stats or any objective um, criteria to back it up. They just throw stuff out on a out there like this and, and don't have any facts. So he does give some numbers here to back it up. He says Stetson in 2022 had 68% completion percentage. I didn't fact check this, by the way, so we're going to assume it's true. 68% completion percentage for about 4,100 yards. Uh, touchdown interception is 27.7. Rating is 161.1 um, or 161. 10 rushing touchdowns, 210 yards. Bryce Young, he lists his, and it's very similar and stats-wise in some categories, even a little bit below Stetson Bennett. But this is ridiculous, right? Even if the stats are somewhat similar, this is a ridiculous take. Or am I wrong? So I, I did some research on this. Would you like to hear how they compared uh -huh. on the on NFL.com? I thought this was uh. kind of amusing. So Bryce Young, they do like a uh, like a draft grade, a prospect grade, and then they have an NFL comp for each person who's drafted, right? So for Bryce Young, he got a draft grade of 92 prospect grade of 6.82 which is first year starter and his nfl comp is listed as drew Brees, which kind of makes sense like right shorter guy you know pretty accurate you know makes good reads all that stuff uh stetson bennett got a uh, draft score of 76 so a little bit lower than 92 a prospect grade of 5.94 which is average backup and his nfl comp was nick mullins so <laughs> i would say I would say at least according to NFL draft evaluators, he's looked at as slightly less of a prospect than, than Bryce Young is. I think sometimes stats can be misleading, don't you think? I mean, those stats are awfully comparable, but you have to remember Stetson Bennett's 10 years older than Bryce Young, too. <laughs> Casey's got all the bangers going tonight. <laughs> Been waiting all day to say these things. You know? Yeah, these are all my bingo cards. Well, he lost me at him saying Stetson was maybe a little bit shiftier than Bryce Young. I've never seen a more shifty quarterback in the pocket than Bryce Young, other than maybe like Mahomes. Stetson Bennett ain't shiftier than Bryce Young. No, no. He ran a decent 40 time. He ran like a 4.67, I think, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if Bryce Young ran a 40. I mean, I don't think there was any comparison between the two of them as far as moving around in the pocket. And he didn't have to run a lot, right? I mean, I just that's not how Alabama's offense was designed. So I I wouldn't expect him to have him. more rushing yards. No. Yeah. With with Hertz it was, but not, yeah. not with him. But I was shocked to see that the numbers were as similar as they were. I mean, if you'd have asked me beforehand, I would have thought that Bryce's uh, numbers were significantly better than than Stetson's. I think after those two guys went down in the national championship, the two wide receivers they kind of the cupboard was kind of bare at wide receiver, and, and that's really weird to say about Alabama. But you know, Georgia had the best defense arguably ever, maybe the last two years, but definitely two years ago. But statistically, the Brock Bowers kid is is on pace to be the best tight end in, in NCAA history, and a stable of running backs. So then I was like, all right, well Alabama, they had a stable of running backs, but they're Running top running back was a transfer from Georgia Tech, and he did get to the national championship. But and he was hurt this year, Bryce Young. So I mean, he's he's the true underdog story. <laughs> <laughs> I had nowhere else to go with that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a segue. I was right stuck, so I just had. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going, so. You guys were listening so intently too. Yeah, and I, was get, I was getting nervous. I thought, you, I thought you were lining something up there at the end. My face is hot. No, I had nothing. <laughs> I'm just long-winded tonight. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. But to be fair, Stetson's story is um, commendable. I mean, no how far he came from being a walk-on, right? Yeah. Um, to winning, winning two natties. Walking on the team for walking on the random strangers' front porches and knocking on the door at one a.m. Only made me like him more. I'll be honest. Like that. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> that made me think he was cool. Yeah, man. But listen, he got drafted in the fourth round. I think that was higher than most people projected mm -hmm. too. I think it was. You know, most people thought maybe a fifth round, possibly like you know, sixth round pick. So, and he's in a good spot. You know, he's 
I think he went to the Rams, right? He did, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nick Mullins is still kicking around, so yeah. I'm sure Stetson can kick around for a while. Nate Peterman still has a job. So. Does he really? Oh my God. He beat Nate, us Nate, in college. Nate Peterman, like, you watch the NFL, and at some point during the season, Nate Peterman is going to show up starting for somebody. For so, uh, I have no idea why. He started for somebody last year, the Raiders maybe? I don't know who. but That kid had all the measurables until he threw five interceptions in his debut. (laughs) Was it in the first half, too, or something? Like, he threw, like, five picks and a half. (laughs) It's like the McCown brothers. You're going to see a McCown at some point. If you watch football on Sunday, a McCown is going to start for somebody. It's like the Plumleys in the NBA, (laughs) right? That's right. You'll get away from them. (laughs) Exactly. That's a good one. All right. Good one, MBG. Well, let's stay in the SEC. There was this post on the SEC rant by a Texas fan. I don't know if you guys are going to believe this, but it seems like Texas fans are already a little bit too big for their britches. Shocker. It's hard to believe, but um, they're kind of getting out over their skis here. So this guy, (laughs) his name looks like Gat Boiler Pickle Doc. I I don't know. Something like that. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, I don't (laughs) know. It's his God-given name. <laughs> He's going to give us a glimpse into the SEC in 2024 when Texas and Oklahoma arrive, and he's got it divided into tiers. Tier one, he's got Georgia along with Texas. Tier two, Tennessee, LSU. Congrats, Joy. Tier okay. three, he's got Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Kentucky. Tier four, South Carolina, Auburn, and Mississippi State, Florida, and in tiers, T E A R S, Vanderbilt, Missouri, and Arkansas. So, do we agree with his tiers here? Are Georgia and Texas going to be the cream of the crop of the SEC in 2024? Joy, this is right up your alley. I just don't even want to give it the time of day because it's that ignorant, it's that dumb. And I just don't even want to acknowledge Texas fans, period. You're welcome for coming over here. We're about to murder you, but you're welcome for bringing When you, you say back we're home. about to murder you, do you mean I mean USU? most, a lot of the SEC. A lot. So where do you where do you think Texas is going to finish in 2024? Not tier one. They're going to be lucky if they're tier three. They could be tier four. You think? Yeah, I do think. I think Georgia... Alabama or tier one. Alabama's given me no reason to think any differently of them. If Brian Kelly keeps LSU on the trajectory that they're on and Josh Heupel keeps Tennessee on the trajectory they're on, I can see them being tier two. But I personally think Freeze is going to boost Auburn. So I think they could either be tier two or tier three. A&M is in tiers. They're never going to be of any <laughs> relevancy except for Jimbo. He's not going to be in tiers laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, I don't. I think tier three is like maybe Auburn, Arkansas, possibly. Mm, and then I think everyone else is tier four. Sorry, Oklahoma's going to be tier four. Um, Kentucky's going to be tier four. South Carolina's going to be tier four. State's going to be tier four. Billy, Florida might be in tiers because I don't think they. <laughs> yeah, no, I think this list was really, 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 really wrong. See, I think Texas and Texas A&M are both going to be pretty good. I don't know about I don't know if I'd put either of them in tier one, but I think they're I think they're both going to be pretty good. I think that Texas is going to shock you. Don't give me that look, Joy. I do. I, I honestly think Texas is going to be really good. I'm so, I'm, the only thing that might shock me is what Steve Sarkeesian walks out wearing. That might hey, be the only thing that shocks me. I think they're going to give Alabama everything they can handle in week two. You watch. You watch. I'm not going to bet on it, but you watch. At yeah. what point? No, you're not betting on anything. At what point do Texas fans not consider themselves back? I know Sam Ellinger said it, you know, a couple of years ago after a bowl win against Georgia. But like they just I don't know. What do they Did say? You they the arch in the spring game? They're you got an about. Alabama mouth with a Vanderbilt trophy case. I mean, we're gonna see, we're gonna hear that about about Texas here. And I just don't understand where the bravado comes from. I just I don't know. So my takeaway from this is LSU would be higher if their classes weren't graded so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you not see that post today? The LSU post? 
Yeah, I did. Yeah, that, that was like, a good one. Yeah, that was that was awesome. They're grading too hard over there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's always like those message boards with Notre Dame. You know, the, every year. Every, I mean, you can set your clock by it. It's like right. if our admission standards weren't so difficult, we would probably be competing for national championships. One hundred percent. Right. That's an excuse apparently LSU cannot make. No, we cannot. The guy did acknowledge that LSU is no Stanford, which I thought was like that was the one sensible part of the post, right? But then, but <laughs> the rest of you it did, just kind of went off the rails. This was in the APR ranking, and they did finish above New Mexico State. So that's good. You've got yeah. that. You beat you beat one Aggies. <laughs> Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? Exactly, and that's where they started, the second to last. Joey looks unhappy. APR is something that losers like to like <laughs> talk about, Joey. So, I mean, take it as a compliment. It's yeah. You know. But I said on Twitter, you're second best at not playing school. So, right? <laughs> exactly. well, wasn't it? Who was it? CJ Stroud. It's like I came to play football. I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, we didn't put, come to play school. That Same. was. Uh, that was the quarterback, the third stringer that won it for Ohio State. That was Cardell Jones. Thank you. Yeah. And that, that is a great segue, by the way. I don't know if that was intentional or it not. Was it? But that's, I, that's, am, that's, I, that's, I think, that's I think impeccable. it's impeccable that I don't read the post ahead of time. You always get my just clear break reaction. Yeah. Well, read this one, Joy. <laughs> yeah, oh, heck, because, well, that's too yeah. long. I don't go to school and teach. I didn't. So, our next post that, that I brought is an absolute novel. <laughs> and I bring it not necessarily for its content, but just for the mere length of it. So there was this post by uh, an Ohio State fan on Bucknuts. And I had to post it because it was so long. I had to like shrink my screen size down to like 50%. And it still took four screenshots to get it all in one tweet. <laughs> And it's it's uh, Ohio State fan. What's his name? Sugar Crystal. Old Sugar Crystal had a lot of time on his hands, and he decided to give us um, a history of the screw jobs that NFL quarter or that the Ohio State quarterbacks have experienced in the NFL. And he starts this with Craig Krenzel back in two thousand one. <laughs> He's got a good paragraph about Craig Krenzel. Troy Smith, he's got a paragraph or two. Todd, he even throws in Todd Beckman. Oh, yeah. Terrell Pryor, Braxton Miller, Cardell Jones, um, JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, and now CJ Stroud. They've all been screwed by the NFL for one reason or another. Um, the NFL has it out for Ohio State quarterbacks. For obvious reasons, I'm not going to read the post. I would encourage you guys to read. Did any of you guys read it? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It, you it, really did? I've never seen a post that long on a message board before. Or, I, this is low key one of the more unhinged posts <laughs> that I've ever read. <laughs> because, I mean, first of all, do you all know who the most accomplished Ohio State NFL quarterback is? Like by far, it's not even close. Oh man! I don't Mike Tom Justin Zach. Fields. Mike Tomzak, oh, ring a bell <laughs> for the Bears. Mike Tomzak. Is that really the best they had? He's the only Ohio State quarterback to throw for more than ten thousand yards. And just by comparison, we have a terrible history. UVA does of of NFL quarterbacks. We've had three guys throw for more than ten thousand yards. He, in his career, threw 88 touchdown passes with 106 interceptions and threw for 16,000 yards. So, yeah, he is he's far and away their best. A few of the others, Kent Graham, I think, who was on the Giants, maybe? He was. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom Tupa. Oh, uh, yeah, the Patriots. Let's see. Is Art Schleister. Art Schleister. Do you remember him? No. He's in prison. Or he, he went to prison, right? He went to prison repeatedly <laughs> for gambling. <laughs> On the NFL. And by the way, Craig Krenzel, Keith Byers has twice as many career touchdown passes as Krenzel does. (laughs) 
Keith Byers, Joy, was was a running back in the NFL. So this guy who he thinks got screwed out of his NFL career, I think he had three career touchdown passes. So, yeah, this is crazy town. Well, maybe there's something to it because I would have thought that a team like a program like Ohio State would have had a little more success in the NFL. I think Strat will do well, but I guess history is not on his side is what you're telling me. Joy, you'll be happy to hear that pro, profootballreference.com is what I'm referencing here. Do you know who's listed as having the second most career passing yards of any Ohio State quarterback? <laughs> Don't you no. dare say it. Joe, Joe Burrow. Oh, my Joey. God. Didn't we say that earlier? You all said who's the most accomplished Ohio State quarterback, and I said Joe Burrow. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Yeah. yeah. He, famous, so I mean, famous Ohio State Buckeye. Yeah, like Justin Fields has been in the NFL for what? how many seasons now? Two? Three. Something like that. Yeah. Fields has the fourth most. Well, I mean, if you take out Burrow or yeah, Burrow, he has the third most passing yards of any Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, because so. he played in the bubble or whatever that year, twenty twenty. So one, two. This will be his third year. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Tate Martell to pop up in the NFL. He's somewhere. coming. <laughs> and Ohio, if he's successful, Ohio State will claim him. That's right. Pirates log. October 27, 2002, I was in attendance at the Horseshoe for a riveting 13-7 win for the Ohio State Buckeyes and got to watch Craig Krenzel live. And the amount of Krenzel jerseys and jorts that I saw (laughs) that day in Columbus, Ohio was absolutely shocking. I think they call that the Columbus tuxedo. I'm not sure. (laughs) If they had... What do they call those those fuzzy not, not those fuzzy shoes? What are those <laughs> shoes? What are those shoes called that are like Crocs? If they had Crocs, they definitely would have been wearing those. With, with <laughs> the way too long to think of the word Crocs. Right? How dumb is that? <laughs> All right. So I got a few more posts here. This is a four posts from a Kansas State board, and this was their reaction to the Big Twelve announcing that they're at least considering playing some football and basketball games in Mexico. And I just thought these posts were funny. There's nothing wrong with them other than they made me laugh and I thought they were funny. So there's four posts. The first one is from Climbing Cat. Uh, He says, we've been playing in West Virginia every other year for the last decade and people want to complain about Monterey and Mexico City. Then the next guy, a uh, huge cat, he says, no, thanks. If I wanted to get diarrhea, I'd just go to Popeye's. I love Popeye's. Um, <laughs> Popeye's getting strays. Yeah, I know. I know. If you're going to talk diarrhea, you could have at least said Taco Bell. And then Skyline, right? <laughs> oh. Next guy, DHCM, says, a lot of cartel money down there. Just looking for a place to be laundered. Why not us? That's a great one. That is a good one. And then the uh, last guy, I am the one who knocks. He says, yes, the brown snow of fecal matter unavoidably inhaled in Mexico City is surely wonderful. I would sooner attend a game in Baghdad. Yikes. <laughs> Three of the four were great. Yeah. West Virginia, Popeyes, and Baghdad all catching strays here. <laughs> right? What did Baghdad do? By the way, my family is from West Virginia, so I can fully appreciate that first post. <laughs> I've never been to Mexico City, so I can't. But nor have I been to West Virginia, so I I can't really speak to that. Well, they're not from the fancy part of West Virginia, where, uh, <laughs> where West Virginia's campus is. <laughs> so. That is more good time. <laughs> but Once. it'll be interesting to see if uh, they're actually playing games down there in Mexico City. What is the brown snow of fecal matter, by the way? Am I? I'm guessing just the smog. I know Mexico City is very smoggy. Right. That's my guess. I don't know. I've been to Baghdad either, so I don't. Know. <laughs> you, know, you really have no frames of reference here. Uh, I mean, I guess I. Know. Frequently have you been to a Popeyes at least? Is that? <laughs> you know what? I'm not sure that I have. <laughs> no dirty rice. I, I I I cannot make any comment as to any of these posts because I just <laughs> I haven't been to any of these places mentioned. It's a little Popeyes. Now, I've been to Mexico, if you want to call like Tijuana or Cancun or, you know, you want to call it Mexico. I've been to Mexico, but. Well, you speak Spanish. But you've never been to Popeye's? Joy, why, why would I go to Popeye's? <laughs> it's good. He's so disappointed in you. 
Joy, can you see how classy I am? You think I was <laughs> stoop for a Popeyes? I mean, I'm Chick Fil A. Plus, I don't want diarrhea. So... <laughs> I mean, does anyone really want diarrhea? Is that you know? I don't, I don't think so. I'm not sure. At some point, somebody's wanted it. I mean, Joy, Popeyes. Joy eats at Popeyes, so apparently she doesn't I do mind it. Popeyes frequently. It's a good weight loss program, diarrhea. <laughs> I've. I'm not gonna lie, I do weigh myself every time that happens to me just because I figure the number is gonna be much friendlier on the scale. So true. It's low-key like the best part about getting the flu is that you lose weight. But I don't go to Popeyes to lose weight. I love me some Popeyes. But it is a Louisiana staple. I mean, like they're on every corner, like they're like CVS in Florida. I mean, you just they're just on every street corner. Yeah. I've ever told you guys I talked my way into Mexico without a passport one time. Went there on spring break in law school and flew into Cancun and got off the plane and realized that I forgot my passport. I'm with like 20 other people for spring break and just had to talk my way. I I don't remember. I don't remember what I said. It was in 2000. So if it was after that, it never would have happened. But yeah, got off the plane and just they all my friends said they just saw me talking to the custom guys and next thing they saw they said i just wore them down they saw them shaking their heads and just like annoyingly passing me through just so i'd shut up (laughs) maybe hoping you weren't coming back right (laughs) i went to someone that flew we flew all the way to africa and they got to africa and they had their passport but not a visa so we looked over and they're like being detained and i'm like uh, is someone gonna help him? I'm not. I'm not helping him. <laughs> Can someone go help him? Yeah, <laughs> none of no one. Came I'm pretty me. sure he had some going back in that room. Yeah, no one came to help me. Who's? Did you happen to see any any locals with at Clemson basketball gear on while you were down there? Because I lost my bag there in 1997 and still haven't <laughs> seen it to this day. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful to see it. But it had all my Clemson basketball manager clothes in because that was cool to wear to the clubs. I'm actually happy that the bag was stolen. But, you know, going on the same same brand of underwear and trying to go to a 7-Eleven and uh, buying your underwear at a 7-Eleven in Can- downtown Cancun isn't exactly my, uh, my way of a good, fun spring break. <laughs> some dudes down there wearing your Clemson gear, huh? And they got a brand new pair of Reeboks too. We were Reebok back in the day, so oh, that sucks. I lived in South America for a time, and the best thing was is you'd see guys rolling around with like a 1998 Utah Jazz NBA champions shirt on. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. You know, so that's or, true. Uh, that does happen. They oh do yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. And so obviously they just send all those t-shirts down somewhere. They have yeah, like you, you Buffalo the Bills four times yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. 91 to 95 or 90 to 94, whatever it was. All right, last post. This comes from a Tennessee board. Apparently there was a little bit of drama on the Tennessee board, the VolQuest. This was a poster named Charlie Tweeter. He got himself in some trouble. He said, well, I finally got the call no Volquester wants to get. Turns out this chick that I'm seeing has a husband, and he's also on this board. <laughs> I followed up. I did not see that uh, the husband came forward, but drama on the Tennessee board. I mean, if I had a nickel for any time that you you know you meet a woman on a message board... <laughs> I've always said it's a small world, guys. <laughs> Especially on the message boards. Yeah, I was bummed. I tried to find this thread because I I think it's like five pages, right? And I could not. I went on the board and I just couldn't find it. Um, yeah, because I, I was intrigued. I wanted to see if any info came out. Sounds like nothing came out of it. My last check, I did not see anything. So there's still some some drama going on. Someone apparently doesn't even know. I'm sure everybody's saying it's not my wife. It's definitely not my wife, but it's somebody's wife. It just seems like that's an interesting strategy, right? To announce that after after you found that out. <laughs> it's amazing the things will put people will put on message boards. Did anyone else run to the name of the poster on this one and thinking it was Fast Chad? I, oh yeah, ab- absolutely. I did notice he updated his um, dating app profile to be six two or taller. So <laughs> <ready to> <laughs> well, so w- which way did you swipe? 
I haven't. I've, I've left him on like the neutral page where I haven't swiped left or right yet. I'm still trying to decide if okay. it's safe. And then Fast Chad's still in the game. And then you'll remind us. Not here is that Fast Chad also has a wife, and oh, that makes me nervous. Well, go on TigerNet and call him out. <laughs> That's I'm his not, place I'm not to do one it. That jumps to uh, message board overreactions. Well, you're on the wrong show, Joy. That could be, <laughs> that could be on your next red flag. I mean, that is the podcast. I mean, I don't post them. I mean, is this you I mean, saying that you post half? People think you do that anyway. Is this you saying? Is this you finally admitting that you go on message boards, post insane things, and then have uh, us talk about them? I might be Charlie Tweeter. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, you have times that you're not going to Popeyes. That does sound like something I would do. Yeah, you're not on the toilet with any diarrhea. <laughs> and you're not winning Genius of the Week, so we know you're not studying for that. He might win this week. Oh, no. Isn't no, there's, there's going to be too many sports gamblers. There's going to be too many sports gamblers offended yeah. uh, by, by it. I'm just self-sabotaging now. <laughs> you have my vote, MBT. Right. Like old times. See if you can beat three percent. See if you can beat eleven votes. <laughs> eleven votes. Is that the record low that we've had? It had to. It, it was it, embarrassing how yeah. how little. <laughs> you, you were so nice at the beginning. Who's with? Oh, we came up in the rear. You had like twelve percent. Mine was like three. <laughs> I mean, I had. I had. Just to be clear, I had fifteen percent. Just so I'm sure. <laughs> well, I was at four, and then it moved to three. And you talk about like emasculating. Who <laughs> was yours? It was my cable guy that ruined the show from the week before. So apparently, people were okay with not having. A, a, a <laughs> they were happy you had no cable. They didn't want to hear my voice. Now you get me sick. There you go. Yeah, right. Like, that's never going to happen. I just think enough of our listeners also felt personally victimized by the Morgan Wallen situation. So I just got, I just got lucky. Yeah, yeah. No, that one was that was a clear winner. I thought that was as soon as you said it, we knew. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 2019 LSU. stepped on the field, Casey. You were just like, damn it. No one remembers they were down three touchdowns in that game. I remember. That's when I started <laughs> drinking. Oh, I erased that very fast. Brought him back, right? Uh, that's all I got. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of the MBG Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review. You can check out more content at messageboardgeniuses.com. And we'll see you next time, losers. Uh-huh.